Welcome back. Welcome into the Lions Share Podcast. Week 13 in the NFL. Week 14. It's championship week in the college football land. Hope you all had a good Thanksgiving. We are back and I am back in Texas. I did not have Odell Beckham on my flight, so I did not get anybody kicked off. It was a nice clean ride back. Although, if you can tell in my voice a little bit, we're under the weather here. Andrew's been fighting his own demons on that side of the world in an, in an other area of the body. Uh, we won't disclose where. Um, but yeah, we're no worse for the wear here. We're just going to keep the train rolling. We're going to talk about the Lions' big matchup against the Jaguars. We'll talk about the NFL and all the matchups this week as the playoff push intensifies. And we'll talk about the college football playoff that is brewing ahead as we separate the men from the boys. All right. Jamison Williams is back, perhaps. And maybe, maybe this week, eh, maybe next week. Uh, but he's back on the practice field. And I don't know about you, Andrew, but that footage that I saw from Colton Pouncey um, from the practice today, his first full practice, that is, for Jamison. Felt kind of dirty watching it. It was like a leaked video. Like, I shouldn't be watching it. I felt like I was a fly on the wall. Somebody's unreleased tape. You know, it just felt, like, dirty. It was nice, but it, it was dirty. I think it was... I think what you were referring to was the angles. Is what we're going to call it. The yeah. angles from which it was shot. Um, he looked quick out there. I'm not going to get my hopes up too much on seeing him this week. I'm not going to get my hopes up just because of how good he looked. Uh, I'm going to take the safe route and say the other two guys in the video were pulling up. I think so. Just a, It was an illusion. I think they were trying to make him look better than he is. But um, yeah, well, what it reminded me, that footage reminded me of, is when they released uh, uh, Spygate from the Patriots footage. That's what I'm saying, man. <clears throat> kind of it's felt those like, angles. Kind of, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why don't you switch up your angle on the microphone just pull it a little bit away? Yeah. Okay. yeah, for those, yes. yeah, you got, you got it. Whew. Yeah, great to see him back in the field. We just continually get the the carrot dangled in front of us as he gets more and more involved in the in the in the schemes. Um, can't wait to see him hit the field. At this point, it feels like if he doesn't catch an eighty-seven yarder to break off the the first snap of the game, um, his first catch isn't a touchdown. I think it's a letdown at this point. I'm too excited for him. The hype. I'm fully into the hype. If he has that, that's a full-on Adrian Peterson moment there. Calling his shot on the first play of the game, I'm going to score a touchdown. What worries me, though, is Goff underthrowing Shark last week yeah. on the long ball. Is he gonna, is Goff going to be able to throw it far enough? Dude. Yeah, because this is what the offense needs is like a vertical guy, right? Somebody who goes down the field. I mean, Amon Ra's not that guy. He's a very much a crosser seems um post route kind of guy he's not he's not a deep ball he's not somebody you can throw a jump ball to this is the guy for that but jared goff's made a lot of developments um here in detroit but um certainly you don't see him air it out very often and when he does it doesn't always look pretty so that's an area that i'm real curious to see how those two connect uh, not only do they not look pretty half of them just land out of bounds yeah yeah and I don't know if that's him just being safe, trying to trying to not make a interception, try to throw an interception, or if he's just got that um, underlying accuracy issue. I I, I honestly don't know. I I hope it's the latter because with a guy like Jamo, we're gonna need the arm 
to stretch the field, and that only opens up Amon Ra and Swift if if he ever decides to run swiftly in the right direction. Ooh, that's a good one. Gotcha. Tommy, mark that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it seems like there's only upside to him being in the lineup, right? You know, he's going to not only bring the, the stuff that he brings, but um, hopefully open things up for others, like you said, uh, for Amon Ra and things when, when the coverage is tight. So it may be this week. Um, I'm thinking it's probably not going to be this week. Nah, I'm but, thinking um, next. Can't help but get excited. Well, not only get excited about that, but number nine back on the field officially for JMO. And if everybody doesn't remember, he's the Alabama receiver. We moved up to, was it number 12, Ben? No, it was, well, yeah, maybe maybe it was 12. I, was, I thought it was 12 or 13. Regardless, he, middle. He, was, uh, he was regarded as the best receiver in the draft. But uh, uh, what was his injury again? Torn hamstring? ACL. 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 Yeah, the big one. ACL injury dropped him in the draft. To our surprise, I mean, get excited, shareholders. Shareholders unite. We weren't even sure if we were going to get this present gift this this year, uh, but it sure looks like it's going to happen, and we'll hopefully bring some hope to carry over to next season. Um, you know, we talked about Jared Goff having trouble with the deep ball. He's not having trouble with the deep love. Uh, Newly released, <laughs> newly got some finger guns going from the <laughs> from from Papa P over there. Uh, yeah, so he I don't know if this happened just yesterday, but I saw the video yesterday of um, that his wife posted, or well, his fiance, I guess. Um, Jared put a ring on it, so good for him, good for them. Had a big party. I don't know where it was, but it looked like a very nice swanky household. I'm not sure if that's their house or what, uh, but yeah, the the nice big congrats balloons and surrounded by family and friends alike jared um taking no l's off the field that's for sure no uh and i believe they've been together for quite some time so not really surprised to see him finally put a ring on it but congrats man i think he also just had a birthday recently maybe last oh yeah we shouted him out yeah yeah okay he's got a lot of things happening hopefully a bunch more uh w's to follow this one. And I would normally say, yeah, uh, you know, we want prenup. We want prenup. But <laughs> with her, you know, she's a famous swimsuit, SI swimsuit model. So I'm sure she's got her own side of the bag. Um, and you're right. They have been together for quite some time. This this deal, this goes back to his time with the Rams. I know that for sure. Um, originally met in L.A. or Calabasas or some Malibu, somewhere out there. And she made the move with him to Detroit, so you knew he knew he had a good one there. Um, so congratulations to the future Goffs. And could, I, I, uh, her name is escaping me. Right oh, now. Something I, it's a starts with a C. I was just gonna ask, can the shareholders get her name if they would like to um, um, see what Jared's working with? Please hold, Christian Harper. Christian Harper, Christian Goff. Oh, oh you know what? They, they might have been engaged a while. Okay, maybe you got I've re-engaged. Got, What's going on? I've got article. I've got articles from June saying this happened. Wow, we might have to cut that whole section. Tommy, get your boy. Like it never happened. Uh, James Houston. That's another one we got to talk about. Failed to mention him on Sunday's episode. I was just too gosh darn tired. Um, 
may have been a little hanging hanging on a little bit there. Uh, but two sacks and a fumble recovery in, in only five snaps played on the active roster now. And uh, Dan says he will be much more involved going forward, which is good to see. Um, uh, just another young, young, deeper in the draft find from uh, Holmes and Holmes and Campbell. So chalk up another one for him there with somebody that obviously futures to be seen, but somebody that looks like uh, could be a fierce on that D line. Yeah. Good to see. I mean, a sixth rounder, crazy. I'm actually just watching his two sacks right now, reliving them live in action for the shareholders. His first one, folks, he shed two blocks to make the sack. The second one, not so much. He kind of got lucky, right place, right time, but sack nonetheless. Still fought through a block, though. I mean, what what more can you ask from Brad Holmes and this management? I mean, if you want to call them the same old Lions, uh, it's tough. I mean, Brad Holmes, I mean, the Lions have never drafted well late, middle to late of the of the draft, really. This is something new. It is something new. It's great to see um uh great on you for 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 bringing the picture to the to the to the airwaves there, really talking through that. Um, doing your homework, and I love to see that. I'm sure the shareholders appreciate that. <clears throat> and 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 just a couple months, we'll be talking about the draft, so it's going to be a big one, as they've got a lot of options. Um, with the, with the picks that they've accumulated for this year and next year, can't forget 2024 draft in Detroit. So, uh, Andrew, do you have anything else about the Lions in the news and notes before we talk about this matchup? Uh, nothing really to report for the Lions. Nobody, uh, I mean, we're kind of through our injury brug still. Knock on wood, cross your fingers, no more major ones. So let's just get everybody back and healthy. Um, finish out the four or five. I would love that personally for that to happen for them. And, uh, I mean, we probably won't make the playoffs, but... What's the risk in pushing for one since we have the Rams early pick? There's nothing to lose here. It's a have your cake and eat it too moment, and which are rare. Because um, you, yeah, you're really unlimited with what you want to make the ceiling of the season be with with the with the Rams pick all but looking like a, a lot to be uh, a good solid um, lottery pick if we if we want to use NBA terms. Um, yeah, you mentioned the injuries. Let's talk about them real quick. Um, you're right. They've gotten through a lot of the injury bug that they hit uh, early in the season. Uh, Panay Sewell, Ragnow, and Jeff Okuda are all listed as questionable, but expected to play. Um, so it's not. Um, it's a lot more clean. The injury report these days. Um, I was kind of hoping that the Jags would be without Etn, um, but from all the sounds, it sounds like he's going to be good to go. Um, Doug Peterson said that he was able to go um, go back into the game against the Ravens, but they just held him off as precaution. So uh, looks like he's going to be good to go for the Jaguars. <clears throat> Coming into this matchup, it's in Detroit. Detroit's got the home field advantage. Jaguars are averaging 22 points a game, allowing 21. Lions uh, average 25 points per game and average 28 uh, deadlock on yards, 371 for the Jags on offense, 373 for the Lions. Wow. 
241 of those yards being through the air for the Jags and 244 for the Lions. So it's, wow. and then 130, 130 respectively each side uh, on rushing. So it, offensively, number wise, these are the exact same teams. It's kind of crazy to think about. It is. And I've heard, um, you know, mirror image thrown out um, um, among some of the people I follow on social media. Um, and I kind of thought they were just speaking to more of how their seasons are going that they're both in rebuilds almost at like the same time of a rebuild except urban meyer kind of got cut short in his and uh peterson has filled in nicely though so they're at about the same time of their rebuild um aiden hutchin hutchinson versus uh, is it trayvon or tavon uh trayvon i believe trayvon yeah so, I mean, it's those two head-to-head on who's going to have a better season right now, Hutchinson and the U of M, uh, winning that battle. So, I mean, I'm, I'm down for it. But uh, a mirror image in yardage and total offensive as well. So, it's, it's crazy yeah. to see this. And the records, 4-7, and seven, both 4-7. and seven. Jags are 1-4 and four on the road, so not a good team on the road. Um, and the Lions are 2-4 and four at home, so... Not um, a good team, but they've had some tough ones. They have they, the Eagles and the Bills were at home. So I mean, come on, you got to cut them a break there at home. Two of the toughest matchups of the season are at home. Um, on defense, Jags average 373 yards allowed, and the, and the Detroit Lions, oof, 426, <laughs> 426 yards. It's it's an astounding number. Uh, just can't seem to get that below 400. It seems like. Um, Jags pretty stout on on the, the rush defense. Uh, if there's a if there's a weakness, is their pass giving up two, 260 yards passing per per game, but uh, only 114 yards rushing. So the the rushing side of things, the stronger side of things. Um, Jaguars coming off the big win last week against the Ravens, huge, and uh, they've won two of their last five. Um, the Ravens and the and the Raiders, and of course the Lions have won three of their last five. Uh, with the losses to Miami and Buffalo. Um, <clears throat> Jacksonville currently favored by one point here uh, uh, with the Lions at home. I love that. I love that the Lions are the underdogs. Really? That's flip-flop then. Um, a few days ago, the Lions were favored one. Um, and I I actually am right there with you. I was almost nervous when the Lions were favored by one. So to hear that that's changed... I love being the underdog in this situation. Absolutely bring it on. This is where the Lions need to be. Yeah, and I think um, the thing that concerns me about the Jags is just the fact that they came off such a big win against the Ravens. Um, and that can mean one of two things. They they build on that, and they, they springboard themselves to a victory here and maybe a couple more to end the season, and they feel like you said the rebuild is progressing. Um or they have a hangover and they they flop after a big win, um, last last second win in um, in Baltimore or against Baltimore because um, they were at home. Uh, but yeah, so I don't. I've been bouncing those scenarios around back in my head, and uh, we'll get to our prediction in a minute. But I, I feel like it's leaning more for a hangover here. Um, but Trevor Lawrence, ETN, um, and the like on offense definitely scare me because uh, Trevor Lawrence seems like he's he's hitting his groove a little bit now he does and you don't want to let him get hot and what are the lions known for launch padding quarterbacks and meowing kitties yep yeah <laughs> i was hoping the, the mic didn't pick that one up they heard that in cleveland man 
He is uh, he's being a whiny little boy right now. Yeah, uh, the Lions do make quarterbacks of all likes, especially backups, look really good. Um, so it, it's tough. Uh, speaking of backups, just as an aside, um, Tim Boyle got signed to the Bears. Is is that is that true? Did I hear that correctly? Why? How? Who? How? This gives me hope that like I can make money somehow in life. Yeah, he signed off the off the practice squad, which makes me wonder. Who's the Lions backup now? Practice squad guy? <clears throat> it must be, right? Who is their practice squad guy? I don't know. I'm looking it up right in Meow. I thought it was Tim Boyle. Yeah, I, I was surprised to see that the, the the Lions or the Bears snagged him off of uh off the Lions practice squad. Off of waivers or whatever. Nate Sudfield, that's right. Well, I, I thought he was Oh, okay. He's not on the active roster. Sudfield is. What's that? Sudfield is. Sudfield is. Did they they, ha- they once Sudfield came in, they dropped Boyle off to the practice squad. Right, but now who is their practice squad quarterback? Is what I'm saying. Ooh, that's a great question. I don't know. Had to go sign somebody. Oh man, I am looking forward to this Jaguars mascot, and I'm actually ashamed I didn't bring it yeah, up. Yeah, what the hell? In the uh, in the last episode about Jackson Duvall, the mascot in that game, I noticed it on the red zone and laughed. Sarah Holders, if you didn't see it, um, look it up. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you guys remember the yellow the, or the neon green bodysuits, this one neon yellow, just had the mascot of a jaguar, the head, just the head on, and his only clothing was a speedo, and he was just absolutely hip thrusted on every every touchdown it was a wild scene <laughs> yeah uh maybe don't look it up on a work computer because you might be surprised at <laughs> what will come up yes and you don't want you don't want coworkers seeing that on your screen no um or the it department for that matter um yeah i hope he's not traveling with the team because we don't need to see that in detroit um uh, we gave a lot of love to poe in the preseason um, I'm not giving any love to this guy. This is just weird. Healthy Poe dominates this guy. Absolutely does. That's no question. Every every day of the week and twice on Sunday. No, first he's just gonna peck off the little speedo side so his manhood's ex- or well cheetah hood, jaguar hood <laughs> is exposed, and then he's just coming in with the talons. Do the chickens have large talons? <laughs> you want to pick a winner here? Between Lions Jags, we're going to do them first? Yeah, that's our new format. Okay, I like it. I'm taking surprise. it. Surprise. Shareholders, surprise, surprise. Four of five still alive. You know what I'm doing here. I'm going to take the Lions. I refuse to give a score at this point in time. It seems that every time I give a score, I could not be further off. So I'm going to stay off the scoreboard, but Lions W. And uh, we're going to make a push in the last last few games as well. Love that from you. I will give a score. Don't worry. Or I'll, I'll, give, a, I'll give a margin. Yeah, you're more accurate. <clears throat> Sometimes. I'm either right on or I'm way off. There's no in between. Um, so, a couple things that scare me. Like I said, Jaguars off a big win. Don't springboard. Can't let them springboard here. Got to contain Trevor Lawrence. And uh, on offense, please just be able to run the ball. I know the Jaguars' run defense is 
not stout, but 114 yards per game is is a, a modest number. Um, I'd like to see the Lions get over 114 yards rushing between the the three headed monster that is Jackson, um, Jamal, and Swift. So that's a key for me, uh, and and always the keys, penalties. And turnovers. Got to win the turnover battle. I like the Lions here at home. I'm done picking against the Lions after my reset week against the Bills. A fresh slate for me here. I'm back on the Lions train. Go Honolulu Blue. <clears throat> I think I think they get the W here. I like them at home behind that crowd. Jacksonville, not a good road team. I like the Lions by 13. Wow. 13. Yeah. I'll take I'm, a win. I'm not calling for a blowout, but I think it'll be a comfy-ish win. One point dogs win by 13. Oh. I wish I was still in the mitten. I could have bet on that. Smitten with Oh, wow. I love that you gave the score. I'm, I'm with it. Or well margin, that is. Um, I, like I said, I'm going to stay out of that department. I just love the Lions win. Finish out the 405. And then we can talk about the next five. Yes, sir. We split it up into two halves, and we've got a big... Big one coming in the next five. The and, downside and, uh, of the schedule. Ooh-hoo. As we slide, as we slide in. Speaking of sliding in, let's talk about the rest of the NFL as teams are punch-counterpunch and then punch-counterpunching punch, punch their way into the playoffs. Um, before we talk about it, just some big news that I think is big news. Eagles, Gardner Johnson, that's Gardner-Johnson, that's his last name, safety, out indefinitely with a lacerated spleen or a lacerated kidney correction. He led the league with six interceptions in the deep half of the secondary for the Eagles. Something to watch for. Uh, Eagles, obviously, 10 and 1 or 11 and 1. Um, so, or 10 and 1. Yes, correct. Correct me if I'm wrong. 10 and 1. And uh, that's a big, big loss for them. So remember that um, for the Eagles going forward. No timetable given on him. Um, as of right now, at least. <clears throat> so, without further ado, let's talk about Thursday night. We've got a pretty good one for Thursday night. It's Bills Patriots divisional matchup. A pretty good divisional matchup that is. The Bills just trying to wrap it up and uh, claim their title. They got the win against the Lions last week, unfortunately. I'm gonna say the uh, the Bills keep rolling here. But the Patriots are going to give them a run for their money. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. Can't forget about the Dolphins in that division either. Both of these teams eight True. and three, and they've got they've got matchups um, before the end of the season. So um, we've, we'll talk about Dolphins 49ers this week uh, in that part of the segment. But um, big 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 if the Bills can get a win here to hold serve with uh, the hungry hungry Dolphins. That are behind them, not hippos. Um, so I think you're right. I know it's in Foxborough. It's always hard to call against the Patriots in Foxborough, but I'm going with the Bills. Moving on to Sunday, Steelers Falcons in Atlanta. Pittsburgh favored by one point here. Falcons. Um, I'm gonna go Falcons here. I just don't think the Steelers are built for multiple wins in a row right now. They're, they're not there. Uh, They've got some good talent with TJ Watt on the defensive side of things, but I just think I just think the Falcons at home here. Um, I'm going to give the edge to the Falcons. I think I'm with you on that as well. Um, 
bunch of uh, b- both teams just kind of floating in the middle of the pact, um, not really going anywhere fast. They don't. There's nothing really to look forward to from either of these teams. I don't think they look great. Um, but yeah, I'll give the edge to the Falcons as well. I think the Falcons have a little bit more to play for too. They've got a tight division, NFC South, which is just garbage. That the fact that the Falcons yep. are still viable or Crazy. any of those teams in the South for that matter. Um, Steelers are all but out of the playoff push and divisional push for sure. So uh, I think the Falcons just have a little bit more to play for here. I like the Falcons. Packers, Bears, another... <coughs> Whoa. Packers, Bears, another divisional matchup. Uh, this one's going to be hard to pick. We don't know if Justin Fields is actually going to play. That would be uh, helpful. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers yeah, as well. Well, he's. I think he said today that he's decided to play. Right. Well, uh, he didn't practice today. Uh, okay, I thought he gave the okay. So it leaves to that question. I thought he gave the okay that he was going to play, but maybe not. So the that's this is a huge toss up. Um, in in Soldier Field, is it still called that? They haven't moved yet. They haven't moved yet. Um, have not damn. moved. Um. I'm going to take the Packers over the Bears. I think the Bears, if Justin Fields uh, can't go, Trevor Simeon won't hold up. No, absolutely not. Packers won the last matchup 27-10. to 10. Should note that. Um, that's a toss-up for me. Uh, I'm going to still go Packers. I respect it. Did I lose you? I'm here. Oh, Video, here. Okay. not so much. Okay, I'm just going to... I'm looking at your frozen face. That's great. Next matchup. Jets, Vikings. This is a this is a tough game. I mean, if the Jets uh Ike White saved their season last week, if he can't pull off another victory though, that that last win might have meant nothing at this point. Um I think the Vikings start cooling down though. So I th- I'm going to take the Jets over the Vikings. This is the big one here. I think Mike White, Mike White really wants a second shot at this job and he's going to do everything he can can to retain it. Everything's going to be all white. You I could mean, say there's a lot of risky ones with the last name like that. Yeah, that's that's up there. I've got the Jets as well. I think the Vikings tail off and uh I don't like that the Vikings are at home, but I like the Jets here. <clears throat> Commanders versus Giants. NFC Beast matchup here. Giants and um, Commanders still have yet to play each other. So they got to play each other twice in the next couple weeks. Um, Commanders have um, have a bye week in between matchups. So the Commanders actually play the Giants back-to-back games, which is going to be interesting. So for that reason, I like the Giants here. I like them to get the first win, and then I'm going to pick the Commanders in a couple weeks when they play off the, the video isn't working. I'm giving you finger guns again. I was going to say the exact same thing. Commanders are going to absolutely do their homework, wow. but they're going to take a loss the first time around. Uh, absolutely right. Giants this week, Commanders on their next showdown. Huge implications with this one, too. Commanders 7-5, and five, Giants 7-4. and four. So two teams just neck and neck in the NFC um, and in the same division. So just... Gonna be a, a a great matchup. You know what they have in common too? Uh, they have white quarterbacks. You know what else they have in common? 
they put up statues that aren't statues. <sighs> you want to know what else they have in common? I thought you it. were going to get this one easy. They both have losses to the Lions, baby. Let's go. Ah, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good nugget right there. They split with the beast. I did not. My head was not there. They did. They did. Wow. Yeah, that's a good. That's a great. I love that. Titans versus Eagles um, in Philly. We just mentioned it. Gardner Johnson out indefinitely on the deep half for the secondary of the Eagles. Call me crazy, but I've got the Titans here. Once again, that injury, I I mean, I believe that they can step up. But Vrabel is just too sneaky of a coach. He does what Dan Campbell wants to do. He sticks in games and actually drowns opponents. Um, for that reason, with the injury, once again, I don't. we haven't disagreed much today. So give me the Titans. Love that. I love the chemistry that we have going on here. Uh, I don't like that it's in Philly. I feel like it's dumb to go Titans here, but it just something about it tells me to go yep. Titans here. I think that's just a, it's a good favorable matchup for them. Titans need to get some more wins, seven and four. Eagles have a little less to play for, and uh, going to be filling in holes on the secondary. Uh, that game's so. coming up later, bud. The what filling game? in holes game. The Browns Texans oh. matchups coming up. Well, We'll oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Let me don't let me get ahead of myself here. Let's let's go to the one matchup before that matchup: Broncos country. Let's slide <laughs> yeah, versus the Ravens. That's a good one. I like that one. Um, man, honestly, I I honestly think these teams are a little more evenly matched as than people think. Um, the Ravens really aren't that great of a team. They they get out to early leads and then just I don't know what they do. They did it with the Dolphins, lost that late one. They do it against the Jags, recency bias. Um I think the Broncos have a chance to stay in this game. If their defense can keep them in this game, I think they can do it. And I think I'm gonna do three of three. Jets, Titans, Broncos. Why? Did you read my notes before this really? game? Really? You too? Are you in you my too? head? I originally, I originally had Ravens bouncing back after the loss to the Jaguars, but I started thinking about it. Sierra, Sierra just threw a party for Russell Wilson. Half the team showed up, which is more wow, than I thought. Wow, that's a good up. nugget. I don't know if that's true, but I saw it on <laughs> well, We already got the Jared um, Goff rock. Lamar, Lamar. Yeah. <laughs> we might as well go for it all at this point. Lamar Jackson was limited. He, he left practice today with a thigh or really? something um, or a quad with a quad. I was a quad okay. a thigh, but uh, same yep. thing, right? Um, I don't think he's in any jeopardy of not playing, but for that reason, for all those reasons, um, and like you said, it's a good match. It's like a weird favorable matchup for the Broncos. They haven't had many of these. Um, Broncos defense is, is pretty good. So, um, And we saw how limited the Ravens were were and putting up points against the Jags, Jaguars. So uh, give me the Broncos all day. Yeah, honestly, I thought the toughest part of this matchup was the Broncos travel. Yeah, yeah, it's a yes, it's a big travel for them all the way to Baltimore. But Baltimore eight and a half favorites it's, here. That's certainly it's just short enough too that uh, Russell can't get into a full workout routine. <laughs> it's, yeah, he doesn't have the, the whole ocean <laughs> to go over to, to do high yeah, knees. Exactly. Crazy. That's like a three-hour flight yeah, easy, though. That might be four. He's got some time to do some things there. All right. Let's talk about filling some holes here. 
last hole of the one o'clock hour. It's the Deshaun Watson revenge game. Browns versus the Titans down in Houston. Allegedly, 10 of the witness or 10 of the victims are going to be at the game. We joked about this, and I guess it's actually going to happen. I, I was I was totally joking about having them come to the to the game, but I guess they are going to be there. Materialized. And for that reason, and for that reason, I'm going Texans. We need the Texans to outshine the Rams here on the back half of the season. Um, and this is a good, if we're going to talk about springboards today, this is a good springboard for them. All the momentum in the world, probably going to have a good crowd behind them. Uh, it's going to get TV coverage, no doubt. This is this is a time for those players on the Texans who, you know, when you're stuck in a bad situation, you just want to get traded to a good team. There's still good players on that team. This is their time to get some national coverage and get some coaches looking at them for what they can do. So for that reason, I also want the Texans. Really? Wow. God damn it. We are. I didn't talk to you. No, that, no, no, right? no, no. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm trying to look at the map for this week. Cleveland versus Houston is in very limited air markets. Houston and Cleveland are the only two markets. Really? Um, that early window for CBS is dominated by Jets, Vikings. I know that uh, Red Zone goes by um, Red Zone, teams in the Red Zone, obviously, but I have a feeling that Siciliano is going to really? kick it to this game as, as often as possible, unless it's just an absolute stinker. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm 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 right there with you. Um, I'm surprised there's not been a little bit more coverage on this game. Honestly, maybe it will once Sunday comes around. But it seems like a, maybe networks don't know what to do with this game. Yeah, did have you heard about those witnesses? Like, did somebody buy them tickets? Or like, what's the like? Oh yeah, they have a box. Okay, not front row then. No, maybe I don't. I thought it was a suite, but I might have made that up in my head. Yeah, I hope that's better. Speaking of the Rams and they're falling off the, the 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 face of the earth, Seahawks versus Rams in the first of the four o'clock window. Seahawks back for a final push on the end of the season here. I still like them as a playoff team. Um, I know some people are starting to jump off the Geno Smith wagon, but I'm still on it. So no Stafford, no Donald, no Cooper Cup, no no anybody really for. Um, the Rams, they even took Odell Beckham's name off the locker because they've given up <laughs> on him. So they continue to tank for the Lions. They're doing it for Detroit. And the Seahawks get a much-needed win. Yeah, I'm still going to call them the Seahawks as well. Geno's still there. Um, Kenneth Walker shining out with them too, taking a little pressure off of Geno. Um, is it John Wolford for the Rams still? Yeah. Well, no, it's Bryce Perkins if, if John can okay. go. Regardless, doesn't sound good. Not only that, but they've lost several nope. offensive linemen this year. Um, I mean, they're just in shambles, and thank you. So, G-Hawks all the way. Yes, sir. Dolphins, 49ers, this is a good matchup here. A couple good ones in the in the late window. Um, I <clears throat> I think Dol- 49ers got a pretty good defense. Dolphins, obviously, a, a storied offense this season. Um, with the weapons that they have. I think their offense is a little bit better than the 49ers defense, and for that reason, I've got the defense. This is where we're going to differ this week. I think uh, 49ers at home, Ooh. that's long travel. Um, I just, I I don't know why he has eight wins, but Mike McDaniel is a coach. I don't know why. I just don't trust him. Um, 
Yeah, I'm going to say 49ers in the late field goal. Debo takes him down the field late. Garoppolo and Debo take him down the field late, get him in position for a field goal win. I like that. I, I can't I can't say I don't like that. I don't hate it. Um, I just think the Dolphins are a little too good. But you bring up a good point. It's a long, well, that's a long trip. That's coast to coast. So um, we'll see how they do. This is my game of the week coming up here. Chiefs versus Bengals. Matchup of the orange on orange. Game of the week vibes. Um, I'm going to go Bengals here with um, – with Jamar Chase back in the lineup. Okay, that's what that's what I was gonna ask. I had a question mark Jamar Chase. He was my kind of decider in this game. Um, the Chiefs are gonna lose a few more games down the stretch here, and this is one of them for them to to do it. Um, so I'm gonna take the Bengals as well. I think Jamar Chase acts more as a decoy in this game though than than others might think. So maybe chill it on your fantasy, and if I lose you a late playoff push, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, good good caveat there. Um, good disclaimer. Um, yeah, barring any setbacks, Jamar Chase is good to go. Um, I like what you said about the Chiefs going to be losing some here uh, or losing some games eventually, right? They've, they've won five, uh, their last five, and, and I, it may even be more than that. Um, so I, I just think um, Chiefs away from Arrowhead here, I give, that, I give the edge all day to the Bengals. Bengals need it more as well. So uh, I, I've got a lock on this one, actually. I'm going to put a lock on this one Jeez. for the Bengals. That's um, a lot. Three games less, three three games left. Uh, we've got the char- Chargers versus the Raiders in the last of the four o'clocks. Yeah, I hate to go against the black hole, but you know what? Screw it up, not give me the black hole over the Chargers, baby. I don't need to explain uh, it. No, I'm... <laughs> Nor should you, because I'm right there with you. I got the Raiders as well. Chargers won the last matchup. I think this has just got split. Um, 1-1 season head-to-head matchup written all over it. Vegas at home here in Allegiant Stadium. Um, Raiders coming off a big win last week. I think they keep it rolling. uh, Springboard themselves into getting a couple wins as the season ends out. Um, And the Chargers, 6-5. This is... Just the continued demise of their season. I think they don't even make the playoffs at this point. Um, they lose here, and uh, their season slips away. And then we're going to talk about Justin Herbert as the best quarterback who didn't make the playoffs, and we're going to need to change the playoff system. Just win more games. And they, they, they can't seem to do so. Um, should be the better team here, only favored by one and a half. So it just tells you what Vegas is thinking here. Uh, Sunday night football, Colts versus Cowboys in Dallas. Um, Dallas favored by 11 here. I think this is the biggest spread of the week by far. Um, A lot of the matchups this week are close and good. Um, This one, not one of them. Cowboys off a big win. A couple big wins, really. And uh, the Colts off of a questionable loss to the Steelers on Monday night when Jeff Saturday didn't know how to manage the clock. People roasted him for that. Uh, I think um, they don't figure it out this week, and they meet their match in Dallas. I've got the Cowboys. This is my uh, don't overthink it game. Uh, just look yep. at it. Cowboys over Colts. Cowboys better than Colts. This is uh, that's that's all the thought that needs to go into. Right there with you. Love where your head's at. Um, we always have to have a don't overthink it game. Good on you to remind me. This is definitely it. Um, yeah. 
one more matchup. Um, Monday night, big divisional matchup. Your New Orleans Saints take on the Buccaneers. Um, this is a big one for the NFC South. Saints four and eight, still hanging in there. Bucks five and six. Um, a lot of implications for both teams here. Surprise, surprise! This is my game of the week, um, and you know wow. I got to ride with the Saints over Tom Brady. But the Saints only if they put Jameis Winston in. I think Andy Dalton right. probably starts again, but they pull him early in this game, I'm thinking. Jameis comes out, and he eats a W on Monday Night Football. And just get the ball to your weapons. Give it to Kamara and give it, get it the ball to Olave. Like, two young, t- talented guys out there that can make plays. I believe and, Jarvis uh, Landry. If you could just u- utilize them correctly... They didn't even get any points against Fortnite. It's crazy. Like I said, I think I think Jarvis Landry also still plays for this team. Others yes. wouldn't know. Michael Thomas also doesn't know what the field looks like. <laughs> Remember Jeez, that guy? Pete's. I don't. Uh, with that said, though, I still like the Bucs here. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Hard to go against Tom Brady. I, I, It's a toss-up. I think the Saints and Bucks, they, they, they've got to play each other twice um, in the next – three four Deciding, weeks uh, uh so uh, division yeah i think um they're gonna split and so the bucks get the get theirs at home here and then the saints will win the next matchup so there's your there's your nfl week four uh with, 13 with the cardinals me. and panthers on uh, the bye with the cardinals and the panthers on the bye two teams on the bye this week and then next week's a big bye week um i think there's six teams on the bye next that week. will We're going to hear a lot of people complaining in fantasy. They lost out on the playoffs because they had their best players on a bye at the end of the season. Yep. Six, six matchups or six teams um, off of uh, or on buys next week. So it's a short week next week. And then we are on um, starting to lose my voice here with the nasals. So I've gotten progressively more and more nasally as this episode has gone on. So I apologize for that. Tommy, can you fix that? Please? We're going to need it. In um, inhaler. so let's in. Oh, inhaler. I thought you said Taylor. Okay. Uh, in inhaler. Yes. I, I may need that. Uh, I should start running the humidifier so I can get some moisture <laughs> up in here. Um, let's get this episode over with so I can go blow my nose. Um, College football, not a lot to talk about here. The season's um, winding down. Only a couple teams in, in games this week uh, as the conference championships. Big one on Friday night, USC versus Utah. Um, but um, don't want to sound like a broken record because people all over uh, the podcast, in the social media world, and in many circles have already talked uh, talked the wheels off of this. But the like the most concrete top four ever with all teams playing in conference championships with nothing to win and only everything to lose if you lose your matchup so the big topic obviously is if if one of these top four teams loses their um conference championship game do you do you bump somebody up over them even though they didn't weren't required to play a 13th game no i think that's trash i think that's like the same argument as um uh people saying that uh players are holding themselves back from the draft and not playing in those games. I, I think that's an absolute trash argument. Right. Yeah. And just imagine the shit storm that will ensue if, um, if any of these teams lose, you know, if, if, if USC loses to Utah, which they did already once this season, uh, it just, 
the shit storm that's going to ensue on with what the committee does one way or the other. Nobody's going to Nobody is going to. This is a lose-lose scenario. So, I mean, grab your popcorn. It's going to be interesting. Um, Friday's the, the Pac-12 or Pac-10, whatever the hell it is nowadays. And uh, the rest on, on Saturday with the um, Michigan Wolverines taking on Purdue. Just got a hold serve. Fox night game in Indianapolis. Might know some people that are going to this game. Uh, cheer your hearts out. Go blue. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll have a clear picture of what the college football playoff is. Uh, we, we already really do. Um, and uh, we'll start talking about bowl games. And uh, NFL trudges on. NFL start to get more of the spotlight as, as the college football winds down and takes the gap between conference championships and the bowl games. So... Until next time, go Lions. Tell somebody you love them out there. Stay healthy, guys. Yeah.